This is Soundbait, a segment of the Pundit's Pundit, which is bite-sized debate for your lunch hour or anywhere in between. The NFL season is coming, we think. The Major League Baseball season is coming back, we think. The NBA and NHL seasons are coming back, we think. Right now, at this point in time, the NFL is thinking of playing with no fans. Major League Baseball is going to be 82-game schedule, which, in all true honesty, needs to be about 120 or 130 anyway. So the shorter season is not bad, and it could help get some new kids. Because it has stagnated. Baseball has stagnated badly. But that's, for, that's a discussion for another time. And then the NHL and NBA seasons are about to be got to come back very thrown together, very shortened. And that's what Corona has done. So far, the only thing that we have right now is the NFL, as far as a full season, we think. But either way, though, because of all of this, I usually have my predictions by March. But since we didn't know if we were going to have it, I didn't even bother. So I kind of waited it around a little bit. Kind of thought a little bit. I thought I'd wait for the draft this time. We get to the draft right now, and now I am, I'm going to wait for the draft from here on out forever because I am feel more rock solid about my picks than ever. So what I did right now is my NFL picks have been done for the, since last night, and I decided I'm going to share them with you today. This is what I've got for the year. There's going to be some surprises. There's going to be some shocks. There's going to be some debate. There's going to be some controversies. People are not going to believe, but this is why I have for, that's why I allow for debate on this show right now. And one day we have a call in and we can be able to talk about it ourselves. We can be able to debate it. That's what it's about. Right now, what I've got is the AFC East. Last place will be the New York Jets. Eight and eight. Now, they'll be a little better. The Jets will be a little better this year. See, I like Adam Gase. I like him a lot. Actually, I really love him as an offensive mind. But I do think he kind of disappoints as a coach a little bit. But I really enjoy the guy. I really think he's got an innovative mind for the future. Good young coach. Plus the fact that it irritates the emotional nitwits over in New York when I say something like that. So I'm happy with that case. But he just, even if he would get Odell Beckham like is in the rumors, he doesn't have enough. I like Sam Darnold, but Le'Veon Bell is, I mean, Levy Bell took a year off and he's still, he wasn't the same last year. He's not going to be the same this year. You can't take a year off in the NFL anymore. I mean, there was time where you could take five years off in the NFL and get a backup job. Can't do that anymore. Times change. The offensive playbook changes. The athletes get better. Can't do that anymore. So Levy and Bell's not the same. Odell Beckham's not the same. Right now, Sam Darnold needs weapons. And I don't think he has enough of them yet. So I'm going to got him at 8-8. Eight eight. Third place is the New England Patriots. Yep. There's going to be the first time in like 19 years that Bill Belichick will not win 10 games. You got, you got a couple of experienced as far as the playbook. Like basically Hoyer and Stidham. But 
And, and the thing is, there's the idea of probably getting Cam Newton, but I don't trust him anyway, not with his reconstructed foot and his shoulders. I don't like the idea. So, so what I'm going to say right now, they're nine and seven. This isn't, this isn't when Tom Brady got hurt and they threw in somebody and got 10 and six. They still missed the playoffs, but they went 10 and six. This isn't that. They've lost, they don't have the talent right now. Their offensive line was already getting shredded and giving Brady fits. So, I mean, what are they going to do with a younger with a younger quarterback for the first time in 20 years? I don't like New England well, so I got them in third this year. Second place, I've got Buffalo, 10 and 6. Problem I have with Josh Allen, I don't have a problem with him as a, guy, a man. I don't have a problem with him as a quarterback. He is what he is. He's a big kid, tough guy. He's just not... See, one of the things right now that we have to remember is the fact that he's got the throwing percentage of people in the... of the quarterbacks in the 80s and the 90s. He's around 59%. That was great in the Joe Montana-Dan Marino era. And they were 62 in themselves and everybody else was 55. You got... The thing is now, now the, everybody that's ever scouting a quarterback is going to want 65%. And he's never thrown 60 at any portion of his career. So he's inconsistent and inaccurate in a lot of different areas. He's a great runner. He's a young guy, so he won't get hurt as bad unless he blows a knee. Buffalo has a beast defense, which is going to help the 10 games. But there's going to be some small... There's going to be some games that are going to be low scoring that the fans are... (laughs) The Buffalo fans are going to, they're going to start to see that Josh Allen is not the, the person that they thought he was. He's still going to be 10 and 6, but they're going to, they're going to probably lose in the playoffs again, be out early. He just doesn't have the accuracy to be able to go head to head with a Patrick Mahomes or any of the other accurate quarterbacks. He needs to work on that or he'll never get any farther. And the AFC and the AFC East champion I've got this year is the Miami Dolphins. First time in a very long time we don't see the Patriots there. Love, love Brian Flores. Love that young GM. Love where they're going. Absolutely love where they're going. I think they're going to have an improved defense. I think they're going to have a better running game. They're going to have a better defense. I'm still iffy on the quarterback situation, so I don't think they're going to get far in the playoffs. I really don't believe so. But... I think that Flores has a real future, and then one of the things that they can do is get a low-round quarterback in the next draft. So that's where I'm at right now. I've got the Miami out of the East. The North, the AFC North, Pittsburgh's going to win it again. But I'll tell you about that in a minute. The last place will be Cleveland. <sighs> People wanted to root for Cleveland. I mean, they were 1-32 in, in 33 games. They wanted to get them. They wanted to believe in them. They wanted this comeback story. Baker Mayfield is not it. Even though he's gotten eight games and six games in the last couple of years, he's kind of like a cut rate Brett Favre. In the fact that he the cut rate in the fact that he can throw the same interceptions, but he doesn't have the same big plays. He has that gunslinger arm, but he doesn't have the same clutch. Also, if uh, Odell Beckham stays, you're looking. What you're looking at is the fact that you've got two wide receivers 
that do not play well together. Jarvis Landry and him that do not play well together no matter what they want to say. There's no chemistry there. Odell wants his shots and, uh, and Landry wants his. You can just tell when they're out there. They can talk all, they can talk all beautifully in the press. but Plus the fact that there's going to be a lot of low-scoring games this year. I like Cleveland's defense, but there's going to be a lot of low-scoring games. It's going to be just like Buffalo where they're going to lose a lot of close ones. There's going to be a lot of late-game picks by, um, by Baker Mayfield. I see a probably the best five and eleven team in the um, in football, but ah, I'm not fond of them. I'm not fond of them for that. Cincinnati, I got seven and nine. What do you say? Burrow's going to start. He's going to start game one. There's no more Andy Dalton. We already know where he went. Burrow's going to have. He's going. I mean, one of the things that Burrow's got to get used to is. Well, let's just put it to you this way. Every time in high school and everywhere in college, he's won. And I used to talk about this with a buddy of mine. They all worry about it. They all worry, they all worry about this. They want to win right now, want to win right away. There were some, there were some, there were certain, certain uh, quarterbacks back in the day I used to talk to a buddy about that who knows how they're going to handle losing in their first season or second season or whatever when they're all used to winning. Some can't handle it. Some can. Some are so competitive that it just blows them out and they burn out. Burrow, I think, will be fine, but he's going to have to get used to all of this with Cincinnati. He is a, to me, he's special. He's going to change that franchise around, but not yet. I got him at seven and nine. Baltimore's going to go nine and seven. I don't see the coaches trusting. That's a five-game miss, but I don't see him trusting Lamar Jackson at all. People loved Lamar Jackson. The media loved Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson was, oh. Lamar Jackson had a very remedial passing game. He was all runner, and he was basically the first-year Michael Vick. Which he's better than that. That's the thing. As frustrating as anybody wants to say, he was better than Michael Vick. And he's better, and he's better than that. But they treat him like Michael Vick. The thing is, he averaged 19 passes a game in the last 10 games. After he had one game of 40 passes with 51%, they basically put the handcuffs on his passing game. And no more than about two passes a game or anything more than just regular routes. They don't trust him. They can say all they want to about it, but they don't. I don't think they trust him, and unless they open that playbook totally, Tennessee proved that they're going to that he can get crushed when they know what he's going to do. He needs to be able to throw 30, 40 times a year this year, and be able to run when necessary. But even if there's growing pains, they have to be able to trust him for the future, or it's going to turn out like Michael Vick. And I'm not talking about with dogs or marijuana or weed. I'm just talking about the end of the uh, a very shortened end of the career which we don't need to see because Lamar Jackson's special. Anyway, I've got the Baltimore at 9-7, and seven, defense or not. Pittsburgh's going to win a division. They get Ben Roethlisberger back. Yes, he's older, but he got a year off and he got to be able to rest a lot of aches and pains. One of the things that Pittsburgh learned from last year is Mason Rudolph's not it. Duck is not it. That's one thing they learned. 
Ben Roethlisberger did it, so they're going to have to be able to go to the draft and be able to get somebody else for when he retires. But here's the thing. You can't give up on Mike Tomlin. I mean, Tomlin is probably one of the top five coaches of this generation. And there isn't a question. I mean, he went eight and eight with that craziness. You got to think about this. Eight and eight, seven and eight. He goes, he figures it out with that craziness anyway. He is a damn good coach. I mean, I mean, what can you say? The Pittsburgh's going to win that division. In the South, Jacksonville, four and 12, forget it. Not much to explain. I don't, I mean, Gardner Minshew's a one, he was a one year wonder. I mean, he's fun to look at, but he's Uncle Rico. And he's going to say stories at about 45 years old to Napoleon about how, his, how great his NFL career was. He's like if Uncle Rico had an NFL career. And plus the fact they really don't have anything of note that I like. I mean, Leonard Fournette's hurt. He's constantly hurt now. So I don't see where they're going to be able to, what kind of, I do not see what kind of talent they're going to have to be able to go any farther than 4-12. Houston's going to be 8-8. Eight and eight. and that's if they keep Deshaun. I don't know what got into Bill O'Brien. Don't have any clue. But they have no DeAndre Hopkins. They don't, I mean, I mean, there are so, they have no, uh, everybody's disgruntled. They have no DeAndre Hopkins. Who knows if they keep um, Deshaun Watson. Who knows if they don't keep Deshaun Watson? That's a um, that just means they give it up on the year. They're probably I'm probably wrong on that. They'll probably be two and fourteen. <clears throat> but this is a power grab for Bill O'Brien to show that he wants to be his team. And I'll be honest, it looks racist what he did because you just wa- we need to watch and see who he replaces everybody with because he's looking very old school, very antiquated right now. Indianapolis ten and six. They got Phillip Rivers. So he will get them wins, but he's old. He's also been hurt. <clears throat> he's not going to go that far. He ain't going to go that far. And that's one of the biggest things. He might make a playoff berth. 9, nine 7, 10, and 6. He might make it. And Indy's been waiting a little bit since Andrew Luck retired. <clears throat> but thing is, Phillip Rivers needs more, especially at his age, and he need, needs to make sure his running game's working for him. So, I'll get Indian early out. Tennessee, I see as a possible Super Bowl uh, sleeper. 13-3. and three. Forget the quarterback. Forget Tannehill. That's fine. They gave him a contract. It's Derrick Henry. It's always Derrick Henry. This is old school. He is, Derrick Henry is Earl Campbell. He's Earl Campbell of this time. He does it all. He do, he'll do 30, 40 runs when nobody else does. He's huge. I mean, he's a taller, more in shape Earl Campbell. He runs people over. He's fun to watch. And it's going to depend on him, so they got to make sure to keep him healthy. Just don't overdo it the way Dickett would do uh, Walter Payton over the years or Neil Anderson. So the South is going to go to Tennessee. There is no question in my mind. And a, sleep, a Super Bowl sleeper. In the West, forget it. I got the Chargers at 3-13. and 13. Nothing to say there. Nothing to say there. I don't like what they've gotten right now. It's like I know they – and plus they need a rebuild anyway. They need to go through the draft to rebuild. Oakland, I got 6-10 and 10 because I don't like Gruden. I don't like him at all. Never have as a coach. He's a fiery guy, tremendous motivational speaker. Meh. 
but don't like him. Don't like, do not like him a bit. I don't think, I think he's got a 2002 way of coaching for a 2020 deal. And he was, he already took Dungey's team and won a Super Bowl, hasn't done anything by himself since. I can't see what he's going to do to, to get anything farther than six and 10. And then he'll be gone because they, they brought him to be able to get the fan base in Las Vegas. They're not going to put up with a losing team, not, not in this day and age. Las Vegas has too much going on. Denver 11 and five. Yep, I like what Fangio did in the last part of the year. He's got Drew Lo- and he's got Drew Locke now, which I lo- I love that kid. He's going to have some weapons in the wide receiver side, and Fangio is also a de- genius on defense. You see it right then and there. That's an 11 and five team, but it's still not enough for the division. That still goes to Kansas City. They've lost absolutely nothing. Nothing. There's still Mahomes. There's still uh, there's still Tyreek Hill. There's still so much. You got Travis Kelsey. They've lost nothing, and they're all young. Plus, Andy Reid hasn't lost his coaching any. That's going to be a powerhouse and for a lot of years to come, as long as Andy Reid sticks. I can't wait to see what Kansas City does over the time. I would like to see a little more of a thunder and lightning version in Kansas City. and make it, But, I mean, that, I mean, that's just almost adding another weapon. It's not fair. Well, anyway, let's get to the NFC right now. And basically, we're going to go to the East. Right now, I've got Washington at 6-10. and 10. I like Ron Rivera. I mean, he, he was with our Bears for years and years. He was a gr- pretty damn good linebacker. <clears throat> I also think he's a 2002-2003 coach in the 2020 world. I think he goes as such. I think he's almost like he had Cam Newton, and he got, and he got basically... <clears throat> Excuse me. He got Cam Newton and he basically uh, trying to think of the words. He got complacent. I don't feel like and I think he's gonna try to do some of that stuff with Dwayne Haskins, and I don't like the idea. I don't like the idea of what he's trying to do there. And he's got a lot of excitement in Washington for the first time in a while. But they needed a younger coach. And unless he proves me wrong and he goes and he coaches into 2020 or he has a new type mindset, I don't think Washington ever gets far with Ron Rivera. I would have rather seen a newer coach. Dallas is going to go 8-8 eight eight again. Mike McCarthy was a boring choice for a wildcatting oil guy like Jerry Jones. Very, very boring. Dak Prescott wants $45 million. Don't know if he's going to get it or not. That doesn't sound like what Jerry Jones would want to do. I think he gets 42 at least. But if he's looking to get that much money, it looks like he wants to go into the New York market and get in ads and 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 leave early and play for one last um, contract. That's what Dak wants to do because he moved the goalposts on the 40 million for 40 million for quarterbacks. I don't know. I know. And the thing is, yeah, you got Amari Cooper, but he drops balls. You got Ezekiel Elliott, and he'll get 1,400 yards. But, I mean, Jerry Jones started out in Dallas as the wildcatting oil guy with a lot of guts to um, fire Tom Landry. He has now become the boring old man, which I hope I never become. I mean, I really hope. Philadelphia 9-7. 
Uh, that's an, that. Usually that's enough for the division, but not this time. I don't see them making the playoffs this time. He's going to be basically. It's going to be one more year for Carson Wentz. If he doesn't get any farther than nine and seven, he's going to be gone. Eagles fans already like to give up on people in the third quarter anyway. So, so as much talent as he has, he's got to have to win ball games. And the Eagles are going to lose a lot of close ones. I've got the Giants winning the division this year, ten and six. I like Saquon. I like Joe Judge. I like them. <clears throat> Excuse me. I like. I like everything. I like Danny. I like Danny. The Danny Dimes. I love them all. I think Saquon's going to be opened up this year. Before on that offense, he was basically a he was a Ferrari on a dirt road. Now I think he's going to get opened up this year. I think the Giants have an improved defense. I think they did pretty decently in the draft. So I've got the Giants winning that division. The North, Detroit's going 4-12. Again, just like the last 30, 35, 40, 50 years. They don't do anything. I mean, they're going to get Stafford back. Love Matt Stafford. Great guy. He deserves to go to Miami to finish everything out so he can go to some play. So he knows what it's like to go to the playoffs. At least a, far, a decent enough or a win of a playoff game. He's too good of a guy. But he's got so many miles on that shoulder. He's now got a bad back. And he has no run game. He never has a run game. And it's unfair to him. And this could be the last, that 4 and 12 is going to be the last year of Matt Patricia. It's like he'll, he's a pretty good defensive mind, but that's where he's going to go back to. This, he won't get another chance, like most Detroit coaches. Green Bay 7 and 9. Yeah. <laughs> Jordan Love is now Green Bay. And Rodgers can think all he wants. Oh, I, I, we had a good conversation, blah, blah, blah. The conversation was probably, I'm the, you're, you're going to get my towels. You're going to get my laundry. You're going to get my bags. That's probably what he told Jordan Love. So, you know, the thing is, there's probably going to be friction between all that, especially if Green Bay. See, people forget this. Green Bay had a great year last year. Got to the NFC title game. But, <clears throat> biggest issue is the fact that they were also seven and nine and seven, eight, and one the last the couple years before that. They're not the same team. I don't Matt LaFleur LeFleur, I don't it's like thing is they did pretty dang well for themselves for a first year, but it reminds me of Matt Nagy. And I'm not sure if LaFleur can get out of that thing where he thinks he is the where I mean for one thing, Matt Nagy had a reason to think that he was a genius because he dealt with a young quarterback who wasn't the greatest with Mitch Trubisky. But LeFleur absolutely had Aaron Rodgers bailing him out. With all of this now and Rodgers losing a step, is LeFleur actually a great coach or is he was the all-off of Rodgers? That's what we're going to see. I got him at 7-9 again. Minnesota 10-6. I like Minnesota. Love him. As far as a defense, I don't love Kirk Cousins. Not at all. I love him in domes. I love him in anything of room temperature. I love him in room temperature um, climates. I don't love him anywhere outside. I don't love him <laughs> there. I don't love him anywhere else. The thing is, and plus the fact on Monday Night Football, he's like four and, not, and never. Four and like 20 at night and in Monday Night Football, he has an absurdly bad record. You know, in prime time, he's never been that good. 
And the thing is, unless you put, and the thing is, he had one basically a the primetime game he had a good game last year was New Orleans, and that was in climate weather again. Climate controlled, that basically climate controlled weather, which I called indoors. He's great there. He's wonderful. He's he plays there ten games. I I can see ten wins. He's got a great arm. He's got great weapons, but he's going to bomb when it comes to cold weather in December. That's what he's going to do. And I got the Bears winning the division, and I don't care what anybody says. To me, they were an A plus in the draft. I mean, one of the things is, one of the things is Nagy kept up with what he had before. He still has three guys that know the playbook. He has um, he has Mitch Trubisky. He not, he used to have Chase Daniel who knew the playbook. Now he's got uh, Nick Foles, and he's got Tyler Bray. All three know the playbook, and a lot of people don't have an understanding how important that is. Especially in a year where they people cannot go out, they can't go on the field yet. They have to go basically over Zoom. They have to understand. They have to understand how important this is that everybody's ready. And he has to be happy because Cole Komet already knows the playbook. He's been studying it. This is going to be a very... I, one of the greatest things about it is I, the only thing that I wonder about is if he's going to allow him, uh, David Montgomery to break out because we need the run game. The Bears need the run game. No questions asked on that. But other than that, I think I think Mitch Trubisky wins it, and I think he has a 4,000-yard year with 30 touchdowns, maybe more. That Let me tell you this. When he's off, it's missing layups. It's frustrating. I understand. When he's on, he's Mahomes. You can laugh all you want. He's Mahomes when he's on. He makes the same throws as Mahomes. Difference is Mahomes doesn't have his um, the, the inconsistencies. That's the only thing that people see is the inconsistencies. And plus the fact I will bring up another time why people hate Mitch in the first place. There's no reason to. But there's no time for that right now. AFC South. Carolina is going 6-10 and 10, and I'm probably being generous. I like Matt Rule. Probably because I like Matt Rule. But <clears throat> they're going to be in a rebuilding time. I think they win the division in the next year or two. I like Matt Rule a lot, but I don't see it. New Orleans nine and seven. Um, <clears throat> I mean, Drew Brees. Drew Brees is he's forty years old and he's not. And he doesn't have. He does not have the uh, Tom Brady. I'm sorry. He doesn't have Tom Brady's um, health. He doesn't have it. That is the biggest problem. He just got injured for all five games last year. His backup is basically a guy who's throwing twenty one balls. And everybody's loving him right now, Taysom Hill. And then they've got, um, and then they've got the thirty, the thirty interception, Jameis Winston. He's gonna, Jameis Winston will drive people nuts because he's got the, the he's got the dome type of offense. But biggest problem is he's also a pick magnet. He's also a turnover magnet. And he and it's and it's not has nothing to do with it has nothing to do with eyes has nothing to do with anything. He's very reckless with the ball. So basically, he's a he's an '80s quarterback, and that's just what he is. He he can be he loves to sling the ball, but he's reckless. And I don't trust Jameis Winston to be able to take over from Drew Brees. So I've got them at nine and seven. Tampa Bay got the same thing. You can have so much excitement about Tom Brady. But the biggest mistake was bringing Gronk back. He retired for a reason. Absolutely retired for the reason. It wouldn't surprise me at all to see him retire early. 
you know, or in the middle. I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but would not surprise me an ounce. He retired for an absolute reason. You touch him and he basically goes down, which is why I wonder why he's going into pro wrestling. You take bumps in pro wrestling, and unless those helped him in the football field, he's going to get hurt again. Gronk looks tough. He isn't. So Tampa. So what he's going to be dealing with is a brand spanking new offensive line for himself. A brand spanking new offense for himself. It's going to be a fun offense. I love Bruce Arians. Love BA. Wish he was a bear when we had Mark Tressman. But I worry about BA's job if one they go nine and seven again. It's like because. I love the guy, and then he'll. I, he's one of those guys I don't think should ever retire. He's too cool. But I don't see Tampa. I, I see Tampa having a lot of growing pains with this new guy. I mean, it's fun right now. It's fun to put on Madden, but it's not it. And then the winner I've got for the when I got for the South is Atlanta. Yeah, Atlanta's going to win that division this year. I see Todd Gurley bring. He can have knee problems all he wants. He brings so much. He's a body out there that they've needed for ages, 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 ages. They needed him. And they, that's, that, he is the blocker that they needed. He's Walter Payton of this era. And I hope he lasts just as long. He's fun to watch. You can do so much with him. And it's going to give another, another passing weapon, another one to Matt Ryan, who already gets 4,700 yards a year anyway. And I know it's going to depend on and what Dan Quinn does and his decisions it's going to depend on the defense, but they're going to have a lot of high-scoring games in that new in that uh, new Mercedes-Benz dome. And I think that that's going to be in them. I really, really believe that that's going to be a division winner for Atlanta. And finally, in the West, Arizona eight and eight. Don't take that wrong, anybody that would be an Arizona fan. Don't take it wrong. I love Kyler. I love Kyler Murray. I love the draft that they had. I love their weapons. They're going to be better and better and better over the years. They're going to be a division title eventually. But it's going to be with Kingsbury. Because unless Kingsbury gets a re... Unless he picks up a Lovey Smith, you know, for a defensive coordinator or somebody that knows their defense. Hell, a Wade Wade Phillips. Somebody that knows their defenses. You know, that can just be, unless they do something like that. Cliff Kingsbury is allergic to defense. You're going to see a lot of, you're going to see a couple of 50 to 40 games, I think, this year. Ah, uh, no, they're an 8 and 18. They're last place, but they're, they're not out of it by any stretch. They're just not there. I, I don't like Kingsbury in the defense unless they get a real defense. Seattle, 10 and 6. You know, Russ. But Marshawn's getting older. They're going to be a little older. They don't have Clowney. They're going to be some close losses. I like them. I like Seattle. I always love Russ. Unless Russ would leave, I think that's still the regular 10-win team. You know, the biggest thing about it is, though, that fan base, they used to be invincible at home. They're not anymore. And that's a big problem. It reminds me of the Bears of the 80s when they were invincible at home and that stopped. Rams are 11-5. Love every weapon they've got. Jared Goff probably 5,000 yards this year. Do they have the defense? What are they going to do? And they have no Todd Gurley anymore. Like I said, he does so much. I love what they've got. I love what they got, but they're see San Francisco's in that division. They've got it. 
media wants to make fun of Goff, they want to make fun of Garoppolo, but those are two generational quarterbacks. They really are. And they're just young, so they're going to get better and better. I think both have a chance at 5,000 yards this year. I mean, big time. San Francisco, no question, is back. They're back. They're back from the Montana years. They're back from, they're back from all of those from the Steve Young years. They're back now. They've had a lot of lulls. Now they're back, and we're going to see that this year. And you know something? One of the things is this was supposed to be bite-sized, but it went on a little long. So I'm going to let you go for it here. There's a little bit of debate that we can talk about. Anyway, you guys have fun, and I will talk to you tomorrow. Have a good night.